it's nice to have all of you tonight in the house of God. The announcements coming up will be this Friday night and Saturday night will be our North Texas Summit, our little mini count meeting. It will be at the Plano Event Center at 7.30. Brother Matt Tuttle is the guest speaker. So that's this coming Thursday and Friday night, Plano Event Center, Brother Matthew Tuttle. If you're able to make it, I know that you will enjoy it immensely. Our Mother's Memorial offering, we need to have that Mother's Memorial offering in. And I think I mentioned to you a weekend before last that since, our, since COVID, our North Texas district does not have the Diamond program anymore. We haven't uh, started it back up since we had COVID. So for all of you that are Diamonds in our church, we will just have our own little tea party in August, and that will be fun. So you're a Diamond if you give $100 personally to Mother's Memorial. So that will be due in a couple of weeks. And I also mentioned that I've not mentioned this before, but if you wanted, if anybody wants to sponsor a foreign Bible school student, you can sponsor one for $200. $200 will send a Bible school student to school for a year. And I mentioned that this is really important because there are a lot of countries that our missionaries are not allowed to go into. But if we can train these nationals in our Bible schools, then these students can go into the other countries to minister. So it is really, it is really the thing, foreign Bible school students and just having foreign Bible school students overseas and those colleges is the way that we're reaching the world. So if you're interested in sponsoring a Bible school student for a year, put that $200 in an envelope and it we do send it in with our mother's memorial offering, but be sure and mark that it is for a foreign Bible school student and we will send it in with our mother's memorial offering and that whole $200 goes specifically to one particular student that they choose. So you may keep that in mind. I feel badly that that's been going on for so many, many years and I've never mentioned it, but I guess since we just had the wickets here and he was talking about that Bible school that they have going on in Fiji to train nationals to go to the islands of the Solomon Islands, it refreshed my mind about how important Bible school students were. And I'll mention that one year, my Sunday school class sponsored a Bible school student. Actually, we sponsored him for two years in the Philippines. And later, he went back to the island of Mindanao to start a church because we did not have missionaries on the island of Mindanao. So this is very, very important. So if you want to sponsor a foreign Bible school student, that also needs to go in with our Mother's Memorial offering. Another announcement that isn't on this sheet because it's new is that all of you know that our precious little sister Ella May, she went decided to go ahead and leave us this morning. So her funeral is going to be here at our church on Friday at 10 o'clock. 
Friday morning at 10 o'clock. We'll be having her, her funeral here. So Sister Dot's on her way back to town now. So all of you care group later, leaders will be contacted about the meal that we're going to prepare for the family. And so we love Sister Ella May so, so very, very much. I think this is the hardest thing about pastoring is losing your precious people because my word after you've been here 40 years it's like they're your family you're losing family members but I guess that's the way it's supposed to be right <clears throat> this world is not my home I'm just passing through and my treasures are laid up somewhere the angel family is trying to get all the things together for people that care about that song that we just sang today we want 
to pray for all of those that are involved in the Bristow family as well as Kathy Johnson and the Kingle family and uh, Lee Armstrong healing in his body, Diana Conrad, Brittany Wise, Caesar Garcia, and uh, Sandy Martinez, and Sharon Crawford, uh, Sean, Ki Sean Kidneys are shutting down and in a lot of pain. And there's just a lot of people, but Don Howell needs a special touch in his body. Sister Dickie and uh, Heather Osborne and uh, brother and sister Carnline, who was here for a good while. And he's very sick and she needs strength to care for him. Courtney Grabanski needs healing in her body and God is doing some great stuff in her body. And so we want to really touch the Lord. And if you have a need in your body, please feel free to come to the front. Others will join me and we will anoint you with oil. And uh, if you stand, we will touch the Lord for those needs. Father, I thank you today. I praise you for miracles. We have all seen that. I praise you today because of your great glory. We have all felt that. We thank you for your wisdom. We have been able to negotiate life because of that. And today, we share our faith, our heart, our spirit with those in need. And we believe that you are able to do exactly what you said. Do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. According to the spirit that worketh in us. And I pray that the dynamics of that river of life will reach the people that we are talking about. In the name of Jesus, let's praise him for hearing our cry. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, your perfect love is casting out fear. Oh, you are the God of all power. And it is your will that my life be here. The ushers are coming to receive our evening offering and cannot thank you enough for all that you do for each other. Being a pastor and watching the people of God share heartbeats, share their life, and share their faith with one another it is absolutely phenomenal. Not to mention the victory that comes via each of you and your testimony of living a life that strengthens the ministry and uh, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate your consistent consideration for the pastoral family in every way prayers, finances and kindness and gentility and all of those things uh, go to help alleviate burdens that, that are born in the ministry. Father, I thank you for every dime, every penny, every dollar, every thousand dollars that people pour into this assembly. 
And I pray for the wisdom of God for the leadership of this assembly to help facilitate a place where the glory of the Lord just fills the place so that anybody can come in and find strength for the weariness, the fatigue. Bless them and they're going in and they're going out. In Jesus' name, God bless you as you give. God of praise that gives the victory. I've got a shout that steals the enemy. I've got a make a good choice when I got married or what? Then I made another good choice, moved to Paris and found you. And my wife and I have thoroughly been blessed by people that have come through this place. I was just counting up today over 200 people we have already moved over to the glory world since being here in the last 40 years and uh, that's that's quite a, an accomplishment for you most of you have helped a few of those people negotiate life and uh, my wife has absolutely poured herself out to people she uh, she has a hard time giving God a, a, the people that she wants to keep here. And uh, so, but fortunately, God knows what he's doing. Praise God. kind of multi-grain bread are you looking for tonight you know, we just call it bread but uh, typically I try to do multi-grain I see some of you wondering if it's going to get really deep here tonight probably not any deeper than typical so uh, 
we're all blessed just to have the bread. I, uh, I find myself so caught up right in the last couple of years. So many things that are going on in the battle that is being, uh, what should I say, how it's been going on. And so I do, uh, I have a passion that, that is greater probably than ever in my spiritual, mental, or ministerial life. I, I see the need so desperately for the church. I see the need of strength and muscle for the church. I see the need for a world that is absolutely running from God as far as a general consensus. And so I, uh, I try to preach as hard as I can, as passionately as I can, and try to share enough information <clears throat> that, that each of us would be strengthened or challenged to become greater in Christ than we ever have. And so tonight, uh, did that come through? And uh, the at success is what we're looking at. So in order to have success, there has to be a vision or a goal or uh, what, what you really expect out of yourself. One of the things that I have found out as a pastor and a preacher across America and some foreign countries, most people sort of expect a magical trick, you know, like come to the house of God, get a touch of God, and it's so vivacious and so powerful that they're surprised that everything in hell don't run from them just because they got the Holy Ghost or got baptized in Jesus' name or they're ready, you know, to get, get through with this thing. But the Bible makes it very clear. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. And uh, so I tried to put a picture together of what's happening in your world. There's a lot of people that are looking for a way out, a way up, and an easy way to get it done. I tried to put the fog in it. I tried to put the mountain. I tried to put the gully. I tried to put everything because the Bible says, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials because the trying of your faith worketh patience and patience uh, begins to work in your life. And so those are critical statements that God makes. So let's look here. This parable that Jesus said unto them that they did not understand. <clears throat> I want to go back over that because that's so important. Uh, I hear people say, well, you know, if I understood it, I could believe it. Well, you wouldn't have to believe it if you understood it. You don't understand anything until you apply it. 
you can look at food in the pantry all day long and you're not going to understand why you're not strong unless you realize you got to eat it you, you got to drink it you you can look at the doctor and say well doc you sure look nice and and, and you got a really nice place and i like all of your equipment and all of that but till he works on you pretty much going to be the same old scholar and uh, for some reason, America has moved into a traditional thing of, I like that preacher. Well, finding out why you like him is a critical need. Because if he cannot help you through, or he don't have some witnesses to encourage you, uh, it, it makes it pretty tough for him to get a scalpel out and start working on you if, if he hadn't had some people, you know, get healed up after he used that thing. And so our neighbors are in need of us. Whether by many or by few, God's going to salt this earth. Many are called, but few are chosen. Why is that? I mean, to be called into the company of the Messiah and then not be chosen? Not a matter that people don't still go to the house of God. They, they like to show up because people think they're getting something. But if they're malnourished after they have exercised what they heard or experienced the working with that, if there's no real transformation, why go? So it's my obligation to do what the book said, stir up the people say things that they not necessarily want to hear do things that they might not necessarily enjoy at the front how many of you really enjoyed it when your mother fixed the food that you didn't want to eat but how many times did she tell you this is going to do good for you and you finally acclimatized yourself to eating what was set before you. And that's what the book says. And for conscience sake, you just do it, the Bible said. So this parable that Jesus spake unto them, they didn't understand. So Jesus said to them again, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. And every one that came before me are thieves. I'm a donor. I am an executor of the estate of humanity and the heavenlies. I manage all of that. It's what he's saying. I am in charge of all of this. And so... I am the door. I'm the only way you can get into this. And if anybody wants to enter in, he can be saved. 
and he shall go in and out and find pasture. In other words, he'll go to the job and have to put up with all those people that lie, that cheat, and do a lot of other stuff and make fun of shouters and dancers and tongue talkers and godliness and righteousness and peace that passes understanding. Because you don't understand it because there's a lot of fun in promiscuous sex, obviously. People buy into it, watch TV programs that show that stuff. You don't know it by the dozens? They're doing it by the dozens. I don't watch it, but I have heard enough and seen enough to know that that is an alluring picture, particularly to men particularly to women that are not happy with their life. Must be something wrong with my marriage. Well, there is by times things that are wrong with our marriages and our relationship with our parents or our children or our neighbor. And when you get a smell of skunk on you, it's going to be hard for anybody to enjoy you, no matter how cool you are. And when the smell of the world is on us and the intoxication of the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life are inebriating us and we're in a swirl, well, yeah, I wheel through the church and I wheel through a quick prayer and I wheel through this and what's wrong with you guys? Why don't you want to go to our assembly? Well, what's it really doing for us? Why do I really come? I know I said this Sunday. I'm going to probably say it a dozen times over because we've got to know why I want to hear preaching. Why do I want to hear more teaching? Why do I need more preaching and teaching? Why doesn't God just come get me out of here? So we know that we take a bath at least once a week, whether we need to or not. Just seems like it's a good idea. So the washing of the water by the word is a washing out doubts and fears and all the frustrations and the toxic things that are going on in the spiritual uh, factors of a dark world, a dark society, newspapers, news media, TV series, and, and everybody's just seemingly it's all okay. But all you have to do is to look around and their marriages are in trouble and their child-parent relationships are in trouble. And so there must be something about the preaching of the word that gets rid of those troubles because he that doeth truth cometh to the light. And when you get involved in truth, you become free. Well, 
we've got to decide in ourselves. Am I really there to feast on the word and am I imbibing it? And do I praise God for that statement and praise God for that little bit of bread and thank God for that spirit that just the wine of the Holy Ghost that just came into me? I can see now that I'm going to have a better month. I'm going to have a better year. I'm going to have a better decade. And I'm going to have a finale in the glory world because I am following Jesus and I refuse not to follow Jesus and he said forsake not the assembling of yourselves together so the fraternity if one can put a thousand to flight two can put ten thousand to flight what are we about to do in this city I'm telling you I'm not just talking about revival somebody's going to get so desperate they can't wait to get to the house of God so they can get some feasting on the bread of life and so that they walk out in the wine of the Holy Ghost just toxic. I know now in whom I have believed. I am persuaded he's able to keep that which I have committed unto him against the day of the Lord. There's no weapon formed against me that can prosper. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former house. And if the greater former house and the, the day of revival, when 120 turned the world upside down, that the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than that, I can tell you we got more than 120 20 that are facilitating at this facility and we are going to have revival not because we are the biggest crowd but because we've got a God that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think or that we really just entertain that idea and don't master it. So the thief cometh but for to steal and to kill and to destroy but I am come. I wish somebody would say it good and authoritatively. He came that I might have life and that more abundantly. And then I realized, God, you are the good shepherd. And the good shepherd gave his life and has given it every day. And the bread is available every day. The wine is available every day. It's not a, 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 a got to have somebody in as a revivalist. No, no. I'm telling you, the bread's available in the morning. The bread's available at noon. The bread's available in trouble. The wine is available. And when you get drunk on the wine, you don't worry worry about whoever's coming now because greater is he that is for me than he that is against me. I got the sword of the Lord. I got the shield of faith. I've gone working with the mighty, 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 mighty God. I'm telling you it's revival time in America and it's revival time in Lamar County and it's revival time in the UPC of Paris, Texas. I want to get it narrowed down to the family not waiting on the other families to do it. Let's look at the picture. There's three targets that loom large in the human eye. One of them is heaven. I wish Brother Bob was here to sing Stairway to Heaven because I see a stairway right there. You see the angels lined up and down the stairway? You're never going to be on a step that there's not an angel already there before you. Never going to be a challenge that there's not an angel that's already whipped the situation you're about to go through. And so the Bible said we now are in heavenly places. So there's three targets 
that ought to be an audacious spiritual experience in our thought patterns every day. And then we got a crowd that's looking on. That crowd needs educators. It needs testifiers, not people that want to force them. To, and, and, and I've tried to say it kindly, and I try to say it. But come to our church and you'll find all the freedom you need. All they got to do is find three people that in, this, in the crowd that don't have all of it. And they, they are already doubting that it's going to really happen. They've been to too many places where they've been told that. No, no, no. When they walk through the door of this church, when they walk through the door of this church, there ought to be at least three to four people that make sure they take their hand and say, we are so glad you're here. I can remember when I didn't know if this was the right place or not, but when I found the bread of life and I found the way of life and I found the victory of life, I want to tell you, not every service is the kind I want, but I do want you to know that I get enough out of it to keep my marriage and to keep my child parent relationship saying and to keep my job equal have equality in my job setting and, and 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 there ought to be just some testimonies that are simple then you can get on to the bigger ones I, I, I'm telling you my husband used to have such a difficult time but when God got to working on him oh I'm so in love with my hubby and he is uh, absolutely treating me better those ought to be happening in the house of God I mean, maybe all of y'all got all that stuff worked out, but I'm working with some people that don't have it worked out. They still are frustrated with each other. They're still uh, uh, not getting up on the right side of the bed. It's like, oh, God, it's another day. No, 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 no. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. For the Lord, he is able to lead and guide and feed and help. help and, the, and he's going to do it. I wish somebody would praise him right now just because he's the God that we're talking about. Goodbye worry. Goodbye fear. Goodbye hate. Goodbye jealousy. Goodbye envy. Goodbye strife. I'm not going to strive anymore. The only thing I'm going to strive with is this old flesh. I'm going to strive. I'm going to buffet this body. I'm going to put it right down where God said put it. I'm going to put it lay low and lay it low. It's not going to dominate my day anymore. The love, the blood is going to dominate my day. The name is going to dominate my day. The overcoming power of the Holy Ghost is going to feed me the bread of life. The wild, the wildness and the glory are going to be joined together and mercy and truth are going to meet each other and I'll fly away someday but in the meantime I'll get above it all I'll rise above it all I'll take whatever time I gotta take but I'm not gonna let the devil fillet me and put me out of commission because somebody mistreated me or didn't give me what I wanted I'm looking for Jesus and he's easily found three targets the requirements for success is vision why do you get up every day why are you not joyful when you get up why are you joyful when you get up 
vision. What is it you're looking for every day? What is the vision? I'm not talking about getting a house full of people at the church house. I'm talking about a vision. I'm talking about I once was blind, but now I see. I mean, you can have a vision behind closed lids, but if you don't see what you're looking for and know what you're looking for, it's not likely you're going to stumble over what you're looking for. Don't care how eloquent the preacher is. Don't care how eloquent the building is. Don't care how comfortable the benches are. Don't, I, don't, I don't care how big the crowd is. I'm watching it all over America, and I'm watching it all over Lamar County, and I'm watching it all over Paris, Texas. We've got multi-scores of church buildings that are talking about Jesus and talking about truth and some of them are filling their buildings up when I know what they don't have. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, the book says it, Paul, in the book of Romans, he said it's high time for us to awaken to our possibilities. It's high time for us to awaken to the strategy of hell that's trying to bind us and, and rob our strength and rob our joy and rob our peace and rob our righteousness. It's not right to have to tell people how to live right when there ought to be a native ability. I can see that it would be nice if I absolutely dressed and behaved like a really lady and if I absolutely dressed and behave like a man and a husband. I'm telling you, it would be nice if somebody didn't have to come around and say this is what and that. We ought to be able to get it, modesty. It ought not to be hard. It ought not to have to have a class. There ought to be, the Bible said, the Spirit of the Lord will lead and guide us into all truth. And the more our people are joyful about a lady acting like a lady, dressing like a lady, behaving like a lady, and all of the joy that goes with that, all of a sudden people are going to say, my goodness, if I'd have had any idea that the glory of the Holy Ghost and the power of the Word of God and the victory that comes through the preaching of the Word of God could elevate life to that degree, I'd be glad to give up a whole lot of stuff. I'd be glad to get in on something like that. I'm here to tell you the river of life is about to have a dam break, and the break of the dam is going to loose the powers of the holy city, and the holy city is going to come and kiss earth with a glorious revival. And I don't want to be, be full of the world when that happens and I don't want to be full of myself when that happens I want to be so hungry even so Lord Jesus come quickly even so Lord Jesus cause me to revive myself in the midst of the years is what the Bible said so purpose what is the purpose for every day you get up you got to see where you want to go because where you want to go is going to develop the purpose of getting up. Where you want to get done, it's going to develop the purpose for why you got out of bed a little early, why you prayed a little bit, why you travailed over the lost a little bit, why you came to church early and prayed, why that you kept, uh, oh God, that's it. 
preach him, Jesus. Make that preacher preach. Don't you let him die in that pulpit. Hey, man, that's it, preacher. Preach, preach, preach. I'm here to tell you when the spirit of unity flies through this place, there's no devil, no weapon in hell that's going to be able to prosper against you and your marriage and you and your children and you and your job and you and the people that live in next door. I'm telling you, this revival that's about to come is going to sweep this earth, but we're not going to have time to play with it. It's going to be my God. Even so, come quickly. It's dark over there. and It's dark out yonder. One of the greatest testimonies that came the day before yesterday and I attended it yesterday and a man that had been going through hell for years he just kept doing kept being kept praising kept crying kept fasting kept Bible studies going kept it all going and he called me and he said preacher I got to tell you something the dam broke in my house the other day he said man we had a horrible thing happen and all of a sudden the dam broke and my family began to join the river of life and the glory of the lamb slain and the lion of the tribe of Judah came flying through the house and the atmosphere was transformed and he said pastor I couldn't hardly wait to get on the phone and tell you after all of these years what God had been working on and how he burst open the door of heaven and light came in and glory came in and energy came in he said you just can't believe what's happening in my house I'd like to hear that in a lot of homes in your patience you possess your soul I remember telling that gentleman that years ago just stay faithful to what you know just keep working at it. Just let God have the whole thing. Don't try to do it yourself. Just behave. And when he, God came through the other day, he could hardly wait to tell me the vision. Somebody say the purpose. The purpose I get up. Why do I really get up? The purpose. Why do I really want to go to the house of God? The purpose of why do I really praise? The purpose of why do I study every day the Word of God? The purpose of why do I really obey the Word of God? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Why do I do that? Do I do that because I'm Pentecostal, Baptist, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, and etc.? I'm here to tell you, I got two friends that are the major businessmen in this city. And they get together every day week of the year and they get together and they're parading through that Bible. They've asked me to come join them by times and I have joined them by times because they're interested in studying that book. I encourage us to get our Bibles out. Take it with us to places. You can do it on a computer. You can do it on your phone. Let people come to your table and say, 
What you reading? Oh, man, you wouldn't believe it. I was just reading in the book of Joel about the second chapter there. Oh, man, I was just reading in the book of uh, Proverbs in the 12th chapter there. And, and oh, man, I, I, I'm telling you, this stuff is feeding my soul. It's feeding my family. It's feeding our city. I'm going to be a better man in our city because I've been studying the book of Psalms. Uh, David found a whole lot of stuff there that he found 150 chapters, uh, ways to worship God, ways to praise the name of the Lord above everything. Oh, friend, purpose is going to drive you. It'll drive you out in the cold storm. It'll drive you out on a hot summer day. If you've got a purpose of having a really good-looking house or a good-looking yard, I can tell you it won't matter how how, how hot it is and, and how long it, the, the grass is. I'm telling you, and when the purpose and the power of the Spirit of God and we really want a revival, I'm going to tell you there's no weapon formed against the church that will get out of its little society and say look devil I'm coming your way I am bringing the blood of Jesus I'm bringing a name that's above every name I'm not letting my kids look at the world and become part of the world without me trying to gender something going on inside of them I want them to understand it's not just dress it's about a soul it's about a brain it's about a spirit and then when you talk, somebody tells you about how this would be wonderful address. I've seen way too many people that are very difficult to deal with, that have talked in tongues all of their life. They're very difficult to deal with, and they've dressed like an apostolic all of their life. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about tell something into you. Where in the Old Testament, he said, through desire, a man separateth himself. I want to be like Jesus. I have a purpose. I I want the world to see Jesus in me. I don't want them to see how great I can dress and how much like the world I can dress and how much like the world I can act. I want them to see the Messiah. I want them to feel the authority of the glory of the word that governs my mind, my heart, my spirit. I am not here to become a church member. I am gonna be a member of the body of Christ. That's my sister. That's my brother. That's my brother that's my brother that's my sister that's our kids it's not their kids it's our kids when they come to this house they're ours and they watch us and they see our worship and they sense our worship how hard it is sometimes to get past but when you got purpose when a man's ways please the Lord how much purpose is that when a man's ways please the Lord, shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Praise him in the name of the Messiah. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noontime. Praise him in the evening. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know if you ever met Brother Jordan that pastored the Church of God out at Powderly, but I ran out of gas one day out in Powderly, and he stopped and picked me up. We didn't go a mile without him saying, Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, Brother Meyer. It's so great to have you in my car. Praise God. God's been so good to me. We didn't go a mile without him doing that kind of stuff. He was in our ministerial alliance. I'm telling you, everybody looked up to him 
He wasn't the class act. He wasn't the noted, most notable in the way he dressed and formed with the world. But, oh, friend, when you got close to Brother Jordan, I promise you one thing. You were going to feel a messianic spirit. You were going to feel a comfortable spirit. You were never going to feel uncomfortable except if you don't like praise that pulls the power of Jesus in. So the power. Yes, with a vision. And so he said, without a vision, the people perish. They dry up. It's not easy to praise anymore because they can't see where I was. They can't see what I did. They can't sense that they're making aggressive behavior. Vision, vision. A lot of people talk about a vision as if... uh, I want a thousand people in our church. No, that's a dream. No, not till you can see how to reach a thousand. Is it a vision? Not till you can see how to reach a person. That's when it becomes a vision. I can remember I was uh, an evil man. I can remember I did not do things good. And uh, that man doesn't do things good, but he's... He reminds me of myself when I used to be out there and somebody kept caring and somebody kept loving and somebody kept giving and somebody kept the halters hot and somebody kept worshiping and somebody kept the glory alive in the house of God. And I will never forget sitting on the front bench that night when it finally happened. I was sitting on the front bench. And somebody came and said, you want me to pray with you? And I said, no, sir. I don't need anybody to pray with me tonight. I've made up my mind. Nobody's got to pray with me tonight. I'm going to walk through the door. I'm not going to wait on anybody. You're not going to have to put crutches under my arms. You're not going to have to get a chain and pull me into the altar. I am headed home. I am headed to the Messiah. I have watched enough. I have seen enough. I have no noticed enough that I know I want in on it and I don't want to ever get out of it I want to walk in the light I want to live in the light I want to eat the bread of life I want to work with the people that are in pitiful shape I'm not going to damn them I'm not going to make fun of them I am going to reach them I am going to them I am going to share life with them I'm going to tell them there's a great God and I want to exemplify him I confess to you, I have fallen short of that, even as a pastor. But I try to get a hold of God as soon as I realize and tell him, I'm sorry I made you look bad today. I'm sorry I made your covenant look like it was uh, not quite as strong as it is. Uh, Somebody say vision develops purpose when you see a need and when you see an opportunity and you see that there is an ability it gives you a purpose 
I'll strive to enter in at the straight gate. I won't have to have somebody pushing me. I won't have to have somebody shoving me. I won't have to have somebody towing, towing me. I, I, I just want a preacher to preach to me an open door. I have set before thee, Jesus said in Revelation, I have set before thee an open door. Look up because the door is upward. You can't find the door I'm talking about down there. I'm talking about a door that will lead you to everlasting life. I'm talking about a door that will lead you to the superlatives of life. I will ta- I'm talking about a door that will lead you to the wisdoms of the heavenlies. I am talking about a door, an effectual door that will always have a good positive effect. It is never lacking. The pantry is full. There's full of wine. There's full of joy. There's full of peace. There's full of righteousness. You won't ever go lacking. You'll never starve. You'll have muscles if you exercise the truths I'm trying to give you. You'll have power to leap over a troop and jump over a wall. You won't have to be spawned to do that. No, 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 no. I'm going to be in you. A well of water springing up into everlasting life. You're not going to have to beg. You're going to almost have to stop me. I am going to be in you. A glory. Could somebody stand and praise him? Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph, he said. Halabahanda. We should pray for one another where it's right right now. Then after you've prayed a couple of minutes for each other, I want us to pray for our city. I want us to pray for every preacher in this city. God, give us a passion for every preacher. Help us to appreciate everything that's good, that's lovely. Go ahead, it's all right to travail a couple of minutes. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are born. The whole world begins to take shape into a new facet. Oh, Jesus. That's it. Go ahead, just pour it out. His ears are not heavy that he cannot hear. His eyes are not asleep. He's looking over this crowd tonight saying, I want to bless you. I want to give you everything you want. I want to give you everything you need. I want to give your family what they need. He that hungereth and thirsteth, it shall be filled. Not just to want, a, a desire. Through desire, a man separateth himself. Through desire, a man prays more. Through desire, a man fasts more. Through desire, a man worships longer. Strategies that come forth out of all of it. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I sense a revival breaking forth in this crowd tonight. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. I sense the cloud of glory in this house tonight. I sense the virtues of the lamb slain and the lion of the tribe of Judah in the house tonight. If you will, let's be seated just for about five more minutes maybe.
Only humans have a choice of our future. Job, a man that is born of a woman, is few days full of trouble. He cometh forth like a, and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow, and continueth not. And dost thou open thine eyes upon such an one, and bringest me into judgment with thee? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Not one of us can do it. But the blood can do it. And the blood is in the name of Jesus. And the name of Jesus is the word of Jesus. And in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And Jesus Christ became a second Adam. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. You talk about a yellow line in the middle of the road. You talk about a turn signal. You're talking about all of it. There is, uh, his days are determined and his number of months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. I don't want to get outside the bounds. I want to live inside loving the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then I want to give that love thy neighbor as thyself. I don't want to get out of bounds over there. And I don't want to get out of bounds over here. I want to do what Jesus did because Jesus said, hey, I'm going to put my spirit in you. And you're going to have, oh, friend, it's not about talking in tongues at that point. It's about keeping Jesus alive. Jesus is the Holy Ghost. That's why we call ourselves the oneness people. It's because God was in Christ and Christ is in us. And the Holy Ghost is Christ. That is the very spirit of the living Messiah and when you have the Holy Ghost you don't want to get out of bounds over there and you don't want to get out of bounds over there I don't care if it is a phone I don't care if it is on the web I don't care if it is on whatever I'm telling you I'm going to love the Lord thy God with all my heart soul mind and strength and the second is likened to it I'm going to love my neighbor as myself I'm not going to talk about anybody that don't have first of all me coming to them because I witness they need something and I just want to brother up with them. I, I sure don't want to get a team going over there because they get the feeling like the crowd is already talking about me. No, no, no. I just want to be your brother. I noticed you slapped your wife the other day. Is there anything I could do to help you with that? <laughs> if he slapped her, I can tell you, she would probably... Say, would you go talk to pastor first before you ever do that again? <laughs> Folks, we ought to be having the time of our life. It, it ought to be joy unspeakable and full of glory right now. We don't have a church to claim it all. We've got a God to claim it all. We've got a bloodline to claim it all. The body of Christ facilitates that spirit and that truth. And so seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee, and thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Turn from him that he may rest till he shall accomplish as a hireling his day. For there is hope of a tree. I wish somebody said there's hope. 
whenever there's hope, you can know the Holy Ghost is working because hope maketh not a shame. And when hope is alive, you, you live in a new dimension, not with the physical dimension. It looks like he's going under. It looks like he's losing his last friend. No, no, no. When there's hope, I'm telling you, you can see another friend coming. When there's hope, you can see a God that's able. When there's hope, you can test the word of God and understand that no weapon formed against the word is going to prosper. Ladies and gentlemen, hope maketh not a shame. It don't put you in a bad spot. And that's why I said we're saved by hope. We're saved by hope. Hopelessness. I just lost all hope. Better go find a brother or sister real quick. And there better be a brother or sister that is available when somebody tells you. I've lost hope. My hope is gone. No, he is not gone. You may have shut a door where he couldn't get back in, but hope is alive tonight. And you call on the name of the Lord and the word of God, and hope will restore the believer. It's a phenomenal thing. There is hope of a tree if it be cut down. So if you ever find yourself having fallen in the midst of the battle, look up because he is hope. The Bible said he is our hope and we are saved by hope. I've tried to tell us that about 30 years ago when everybody was saying we're saved by faith. And I said, I'm going to start a new church called the Hopers. Some of you probably remember that because it was at that time, somewhere around 30 years ago, that I was starting to realize he said we're saved by hope. Through the, though the root thereof wax old in the earth and the stalk thereof die in the ground through the scent. Does anybody smell the Holy Ghost around here? Does anybody sort of sense the Holy Ghost in the house through the scent of water? It will bring forth bows like a plant. And all of a sudden, what looked like a barren, helpless Roots, no real fruit, nothing much happening. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. But if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain. And ye are yet in your sins. But I wish someone say, I have hope. No, 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 I mean, I have hope. When I walk out of here tonight, I have hope. When I walk out of my house tomorrow, I have hope. Because through the sin of water, Hope comes alive. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. When you see people go into church that are not filled with joy, peace, and righteousness, that's called miserable. Calling themselves rich and they are in poverty 
That's miserable. And the reason is that they're not drinking the water or the wine. That is the Holy Ghost working in us. And so, Hebrews 11, now they desire a better country. They are tired of all of the weariness and the fatigue. And they want to move in on the heavenly glories. Wherefore, God is not ashamed. I wish somebody said, God's not ashamed. I want you to say, God's not ashamed of me. I promise you that he didn't send me to preach to Paris, Texas to make any of us feel naked. What he came to do is clothe us. He said, I'm going to clothe you with righteousness. I am going to tell you where you are so you can get what you need to get. I am going to share with you the dilemmas of life so you can eat the bread of life. I am going to share with you the catastrophes of life so you can find the root and the offspring of Jesse. I, I want you to have an anchor that is sure. I want you to have an anchor that is steadfast. I want you to have an anchor that when the powers of hell are loose at their worst, you still got your praise. You still got your glory. You still got your joy. You still got your peace. You still got your righteousness. You say, Pastor, you mean you've never been turned upside down? I can tell you I've had to preach to myself this message way before I got here to you. Oh, yeah. I promise you, I'm not just preaching to a crowd. I'm preaching to your pastor. So he looks around. Come. Come. Big and small. <laughs> Come unto me. He's right there. Y'all surround him. He's invisible right now. But he's going to make himself visible in your voice tomorrow. Does anybody else want to join? Any other men want to join this group of men at the front? So I want you to face each other if you will. We're going to make a circle for Jesus to get right in the middle of it tonight. The musician's going to come in a minute and saying, I'm telling you, if you ladies that pray, stretch forth your hands toward these leaders. Every man up here is a leader in this assembly. I'm not just preaching. I'm preaching to their pastor. I am preaching to your men. There's a glory cloud hanging over Paris, Texas. There is a victory that is promised to Paris, Texas. There is a revival that is in Paris, Texas. If you can do it, man, I'd like for you to put one of your hands on your neighbor. And we want to, the circle will not be unbroken. We are going to travail. We are going to pour our hearts out to one another. This revival is going to start getting bigger better so he said take my yoke upon you I'm meek I'm lowly and you're going to find rest if, if when my wife starts singing it you ladies know it sing it with her Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
Shake some of your hands, maybe hug you if they're the, if you're their wife or their sister. Sing it a little bit more. Is no other name. Thank you, baby. Given to me where they can be saved. Take a lie and start it over. Oh, 
one more time sing oh, that name is Jesus 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 and every hour he'll give you the power he wouldn't tell you he's going to give you power if he didn't mean it Sing it one more time. That's awesome. Jesus. Neither is there salvation in any other. Jesus. For there's none other name under heaven. Given among Jesus. men whereby we must be saved. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess. That Christ alone is Lord. Tomorrow. It's going to be another today. Because you said today is the day of salvation. And we're going to make every tomorrow a today. He'll give you the power to go. If you know it, sing it with a real good voice to sleep. Oh, yeah. That name is Jesus. said make a joyful noise unto the Lord clap your hands with all of your heart oh hallelujah God bless you thank you thank you for praying thank you sister Wanda uh, is Lee doing better or he need prayer Let's pray right now. I'm sorry I overlooked seeing you. Father, I pray a special prayer over Brother Lee. He has made up his mind. He is challenging hell. And so we pray the strength of the United Pentecostal Church members, the members of the body of Jesus Christ.